of Quarter 3 podcast for sometime in October. We'll say the middle. My name is Jason McMaster, and my game of the week is not... Uh, a lot of stuff came out, um, and I'm not playing anything except for The Evil Within. So everything that came out this week except for The Evil Within. And I am Chris Hornbostel, and my game of the week is not Resident Evil 6. Look at that. Burn. And I'm Charles Moran, and my game of the week is not Alley Cat, the old PC game. <laughs> and that's... I, I can respect that. It's good. It's sure. Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, yeah, hey, Charles, uh, let's... Uh, Let's give you a quick introduction. Everybody knows Hornbostel. It's it's no big deal there. Yeah, um, you can call me Chuck too. I just I I say Charles for formality's sake. It's oh fun sure. To write out. You know, you write it in checks. Oh yes, you know? yes. Yeah. I have a number in my name too, so I have those printed on the on the check too, because it's the only place I can do it. Business cards and like checks. Yes, absolutely. You know, I mean, why not? Uh, why if not? you can do it, yeah. I mean, I just do it all the time. Uh, but uh yeah so so uh Chuck uh works for Unwinnable and uh he works on the uh Unlistenable podcast or uh it's not Unlistenable it's a uh... it's, it's it's unlistenable it's it's fine Okay. Uh, and, uh, I was going to say, that's awfully mean. No, no, it's the name of it. I mean, uh, no, it's the Josh and Jay show, right? With, well, with Rowan Kaiser. It's listenable, and they, they do Josh and Jay. Okay, right. Okay, okay right. brought Josh and Jay on, but there's a lot of, like, swapping of, like, hey, I'll be on yours and you be on mine. Um, oh, sure, yeah, we do, uh, we do a good bit of that, too. We've had a bunch of people on from, like, uh... Uh, three moves ahead and stuff like that. Um, yeah, it's always a good time. But uh, Zachney on the three moves ahead. Yeah, yeah, and um, I'm a and Troy, a good fellow, old friend of ours, is a uh, is a uh, started three moves ahead the website. And so yeah, they're uh and they're good guys. We've had a bunch of crossover stuff. So yeah, I under totally understand. It's good to have. A, I always like the crossover comics. You know, I like. Oh yeah. Like, oh, the Fantastic Four are here. You know, like. They oh, just yeah. sort of show up into something, and it's like, oh, this is a good time. Yeah, I'm kind of the fantastic one, and, well, I mean, there's other fan. Never mind. You're so, thank you. Um, <laughs> but uh, recently, Chuck and I started a new uh, a new video series on unwinnable.com uh, called the McMaster Files. So, uh, you know, give that a give that a uh, look. It's it's totally fun. Yes, I like I like the idea. I like the name. It sounds really strong. If you ever needed to start like a TV show or something like that, like you could. There's oh, yeah. a title. You know, you've got your thing right there. Oh yeah, yeah. It's basically it's the Van Halen of of you know I, what I mean? Like it's, I, it's, I, I really, like that, yeah. it's got your name in it. It's 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 powerful. It's strong. You know, it makes it makes me psyched. I want to wear like a guitar and jump around like David Lee. I, I think you should. I think we're gonna have to work that in sometime. Yeah, because everybody wants some. You know? <laughs> yeah, I know. I want some too. Um, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so uh, so that's Chuck, and he's gonna be joining us tonight, and he's a big fan of gaming, as was referenced by his Alley Cat, uh, not game of the week. Cause, uh, he's a big fan of gaming, or just really doesn't move on. You know? <laughs> It's just, just really set his way. Oh, well, he really, really likes that game, huh? Yeah, he's oh, he's been lost. <laughs> so, uh, any problems? 
Ah, uh, yes. So, uh, before we get totally into games, uh, you guys will, uh, out there, I hope, will forgive us for uh, having a little bit more October talk about horror films and talk of quickly about what we've been uh, looking at over the past few days. You want to take us through what uh, the latest articles have been, Chris? Well, yeah, we're still, if, you know, hopefully... Uh... Everyone else besides me, or other people besides me at least, uh, really kind of get in the mood for watching horror movies around Halloween time. And we've been doing a daily series on the front page of Quarter to Three, where we've been kind of going back through the top, the greatest 31 horror movies of the last 15 years. And we're actually about halfway through that list now. I, today's the 16th, so we are officially on... This is hump day for oh, our list. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. Hump day! Oh, yes. So, so um, we uh, just had our review of uh, the Spanish movie, The Orphanage, just went up. And I enjoyed it enough. Uh, my cohort who helped me write the uh, review, Rob Morton, who happens to teach screenwriting at NYU Film School, really enjoyed it and brought up a lot of uh, interesting comments about it. Uh, I was actually, the movie so far that has freaked me out the most that we've covered that I didn't expect anything from there's another Spanish movie called Wreck. Are you guys familiar with this movie? Yeah, I haven't watched it, but I, t I actually want to see it. Uh, I, I keep hearing about it. Yeah, apparently there's an American remake. I've never seen the American remake. The American remake is called Quarantine. Huh. And it's with the girl um, that was in Dexter. The sister yeah. Dexter is in it. Yeah, Jennifer Carpenter, and, right? And is the Orphanage movie that you saw, is that the uh, Del Toro movie? That's the one he, yeah, he produced it. It's actually a okay. uh, first-time director from uh, Spain that he worked with. But, yeah, it's like 2008, I think, is when right. it came out. And it, it's a very stylish, uh, kind of an old-school haunted house movie. Uh, really enjoyable. Kind of botched the ending a little bit, in my opinion. But, you know, can't uh, always stick the ending. Yeah, it's easy to do that in horror. <laughs> but uh, this, this movie, Wreck... Before I was watching it for the first time, uh, had a couple of people tell me, yeah, it, I, I started watching this too, and it, it's okay so far. So I start watching this movie, and I've got the sound cranked up, and I'm watching it in the house, and I'm alone watching it and everything else. And i got to tell you that I'm pretty good about jump scares and <laughs> horror movies and everything else. And there were at least a couple of times in this stupid movie where I almost fell backwards off the couch. It was just like, oh, my God. And then there is a monster at the end of Wreck that is as frightening and scary. And, okay, I'm going to be seeing that in my nightmares for a couple of weeks now. It's just really, really well done. And so I recommend that very highly um, awesome. and I think of all the movies we've covered that's the one that's kind of I, I don't know if it's the best movie but it's the one that has given me the most uh, you know I've heard nothing but good things about that movie so, yeah it, it's very good it's kind of like a found footage movie um, I'm kind of a weenie about getting motion sick on those things with the shaky cameras and it definitely caused me you know there's a couple of scenes just because you're going up and down steps it's all set in one multi 
story apartment flat in Barcelona. And nice. you keep going up and down these spiral steps. And that gets a little bit much with the shaky cam. But it's fine. It's not like Cloverfield or anything like that. <laughs> I like you can deal with it. So, so you had 16 already? We have done one a day, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. It's a relentless pace, now, let me are tell they you going in, Are they going in any particular order, or is it just like order as you get them? Like we have to watch a horror movie, like here's a horror movie, or is it like were these picked out ahead of time? Like we're going to do these 31 movies. We actually picked them out ahead of time back in August. Uh, Quarter to three has a forum community, and I basically put up a thread and said, okay, uh, in one week in August, we had the movie, the remake of The Haunting came out, and it was absolutely terrible, and it almost completely killed the horror oh, movie genre by yeah. itself. And then a week later, The Blair Witch Project came out, and it was this movie that was made for about the price of a, you know, that you would pay for a used Toyota yeah. Corolla. And it made a gajillion dollars and completely seemed to like re-energize the horror genre. So from that point in July of 1999 to the present, give me your, your, your favorite horror movies. And we actually had a list of about a hundred that people suggested. Wow. And we pared that down to about 30 to 31 and, you know, kind of made some really tough cuts of movies that were really good but maybe were too similar to other movies that were already on the list and stuff like that and came up with 31 movies. I have a uh, crazy story about the Blair Witch Project since you brought it since oh. you brought it up like I would like to to share you this like crazy story about the Blair Witch Project because um that that was a good movie. I enjoyed that movie. Oh yeah. Um I yeah. saw that movie 5 months before it came out in the theater. Really? A friend of mine uh, had it and it's this weird set of circumstances that sounds absolutely ridiculous but like just put yourself in like the shoes of like you know mid-twenties Chuck seeing seeing this like movie with like his girlfriend and like his other friend and he's like my one friend Mark was like oh I got this movie because Dan works for this movie company and he gave me this movie and it was on videotape and I was like, oh, well, what is it? He's like, it's this documentary about these kids that went into the woods and disappeared. And the money from the movie is going to go to the parents. And I was like, oh, that sounds cool. Yeah, we'll watch this. Oh, my God. You know, that's how I heard about it so first, you too. Had, so you had absolutely no spoilers. I had spoilers no idea what the hell we were in for. And, like, the three of, <laughs> like, it was, and neither did Mark. Like, Mark was under the assumption that, like, oh, this is real. And like so there had been there was no, absolutely no one was no, in on it at all. Th no, no one, one was, was in on it. it. Like we were all watching it and watched it. And when we got to the end, it was like the Zabruda film. Like we we watched that ending like thirty times that night. I was like, just watch someone die. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I'm sorry. I was like, it was insane. Like it was completely insane. We went out That's afterwards, awesome. went to a bar, talked about it. I'm pretty sure I grabbed like a teddy bear. I was like, this is crazy time. And then, like, I looked it up, and, like, I found, like, their website, and then they had, like, that um, fake, like, uh, what was that, uh, like, show, like, In Search Of? Like, there was, like, a Yeah, a I, saw, yeah, yeah I saw that website and stuff before, too, yeah. Right, and, like, it was, like, very early internet, so you're like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this is so strange. Like, at that point, like, it started to, like, okay, maybe this isn't real, you know what I mean? But that first night, like, for a good 
24 to like 48 hours i was like this is completely i just saw the craziest thing i've ever seen in my life (laughs) i I am so jealous of that experience that must have been unbelievable it was funny you know (laughs) i like that movie though it's good like i can't really watch it now but like parts of it that are like you know you go into like i think woods woods movies are scary you know, oh yeah, that's a that's a good woods movie. You know, it's sure. a, it's a yep. one trick pony, but it's a it's a good woods movie. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. But yeah, yeah. it's funny <laughs> how that movie created like long before there was any any hint of social media. I mean, this is even before MySpace. Oh yeah, that this movie somehow created this massive word of mouth yeah. viral media campaign just from people going to visit the website. That's it. Like if this movie you know. came out now, they would have had those kids Twitter accounts like up instantly. Been like, "Oh, these are <laughs> right. the people that are in that movie. This is not fake." Like they would actually have to kill people in order to make it in order to <laughs> yeah, make they, it be they, like they this is really They'd have a fake Twitter account for like the parents or like right. an older brother or younger sister or something like that. They'd like a about... social media manager, you know. They'd right. have to like catfish America. <laughs> yeah, hey, I, I think they could pull it off, though. So anyway, anyway we're doing uh, going to keep doing this through the end of October. Yeah, well, uh, I got some really good ones coming up. Some that I really, really like. So I'm looking forward to those. Yeah, we've got. Uh, I, I'm actually going what? to actually watch for the second time. I'm going to brave this French movie called Martyrs, which oh. God, <laughs> it, it's maybe the, you know, I actually, I didn't want to do any torture porn movies yeah. on the list because I just hate the genre. And I knew that maybe some of that also was my own wimpiness about gore in movies. So I'm like, fine, if I'm going to do a gore movie, I'm going to do a movie with a lot of gore that at least has some purpose to it. And so somehow I found myself in agreeing to watch Martyrs. And actually, it's worth getting, it's worth it. It's worth the trip. And I'm actually going to watch it again before I write up uh, my review on it. But we've got that coming up. I think, Jason, you and I are doing House of the Devil. Oh, yes. Uh, awesome. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. That movie yeah, is really great. looking forward to that. <laughs> Tom Noonan is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ty West really is awesome. That uh, let the right one in. We're doing that, that one also coming really up. good. Oh so, yes. Yeah, just what is this Martyrs? It's a French movie. It's a French movie. It's uh, called Martyrs, and it's about uh, two. It's kind of like a spin on the "I spit on your grave" formula. Oh, good where, times. Uh, <laughs> Party. Two women come back and decide to ex- extract their revenge on those who uh, abused them and right. molested them. And is it old or is it new? It's brand new. Now, these are all wow, so the this is a new one, huh? That's a, that, I, I like it when they take those. It, it's tough to make that kind of stuff now, you know? <laughs> like, it, it doesn't is, work as this, well. This, this, you know, saying I spit on your, I don't think very much of I spit on your grave. This is a real different take on that setup. Right. And it's very, very, you know, for all the blood and gore and awfulness in the movie, you know, that you see on screen, there's actually some really interesting subtexted messages going on that, like, okay, these French guys 
really actually do get it. And it is it is a French movie. I guess there's a whole new school of cinema in France uh, for the last 10, 15 years called the French, New French Extremity, where basically they push the envelope as far as they can for what like they try to throw, and stuff put like on. That. Well, what they're putting on screen even. Like, they're putting stuff on the, in their movies that is an automatic NC-17 in yeah. any place on the globe. So, this is yeah, part of that. Yeah, it's real gore, yeah. Super gore. Real, real horrifying shit. <laughs> yeah. I like stuff, you know? I like things. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I mean, I, I, I'm I, okay I, with I things. I can't really judge. Like, I like, I like a lot of stuff. I think, like, I really like Hostel. Where like a lot of people don't. Uh, yeah, like I'm not a fan. I saw it in the theater. Mm. Like I really like Eli Roth. Like I like the fact that it's like this is a really fun movie, and then it's like this is horrifying. <laughs> like I like that. I like that. Like you know, like oh. grinding the gears, kind of like feeling like you get sure. That. And it goes like, oh, this isn't just horrifying. Like this is this is insane. This is like superhero horrifying. And right. Then, and then it's over. And then you're like, what? Well, how? You know. You're like sweating. <laughs> that that's basically what Martyrs was. Martyrs was my trade off for I don't think I can do an Eli Roth movie. Right. So I'll do this and I'm not sure I chose wisely. But His new there's... movie looks very scary. That green uh green inferno. It's like a cannibal movie. Like he's got Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've seen uh so I've seen the trailers, yeah. In it that have never been around like people. Yeah. <laughs> Like and they eat people. Yeah. And they eat people. And, like, that's just silly. They're just know, people but... eating people with people. Just people eating people. Yeah, I mean, that's all it is. There's nothing much more to it. Um... <laughs> it's Tears for Fears song, right? People right. People. Wait, that's uh, a... <laughs> or, or you could go with the... Uh, what was it? Depeche Mode? People are people. Oh, that is... That is yeah, yeah, outside. yeah. That's not Tears for Fears. I'm a jerk. God, I can't believe you. God, I, I'm terrible. You're, yeah. I met David Gahan once in the subway. Um, <laughs> two years ago. It was really weird. So, yeah, so there you go. I mean, you should be ashamed, really. <laughs> that means we're, like, friends. I'm like, wow, totally. <laughs> Christmas card list. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Ah. Uh, but okay, anyway, so yeah, check out our uh, continuing horror co- coverage on the uh, front page of uh, of Quarter to Three, and uh, specifically look out for House of the Devil, because man, that's a great movie. Um, so yeah, moving along, what's everybody been uh, been playing this week? Well, I've been, if I, it's weird because you'd think I'd be totally burnt out on the horror theme, but I've been playing two games mostly that do have a horror theme. Uh, this last week, we got the 20th anniversary edition of Gabriel Knight's Sins of the Fathers. Oh, and yeah. So, that was the uh, the redo, right? Like the uh, update? Yeah, yeah. In, Did in they kickstart that? Ethics. This was not part of the Kickstarter. The games that were kickstarted by that same studio... Pinkerton. The, uh, yeah, Pinkerton Road Studios. Yeah. Uh, the first game from that Kickstarter came out, and it basically sucked. It was really bad. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that sucks. Uh, so, anyway, I've been playing that, and I've been playing... Uh, Finally, I think I, I, I've been playing my first board game in about two and a half months. Hmm. 
and because it's October, playing Eldritch Horror, which had an expansion that came out back in the early summer or spring, and so wanted to try to play it with a couple of folks using the new expansion. Which one is Eldritch? Okay, Eldritch Horror is the same folks who made Arkham Horror. Right which I think is a board game that anybody who's into board games is reasonably, has at least heard of. Oh, yeah, I've played it a bunch, yeah. I've actually only played it once, and I think the problem with Arkham Horror that anybody who's ever played it can tell you is that there's a lot of sprawl to it. Yeah, uh, it never ends. game. Yeah, exactly. It really does. I've only played through it maybe three or four times, and it took, with the it's, amount it's of people short, we had, right? it was like six hours. You know, it was ridiculous. Yeah, you, have, you have to set aside that giant block of time yeah. to get a game in. And the cool thing with Eldritch Horror is it's a lot... You'll, you, you would recognize a lot of the mechanics in the game mm-hmm. from Arkham Horror, but they're streamlined. They, like, get rid of things like money. Money's gone... You don't have to fool with that anymore. Um, And what I really like about it is that it takes the scope away from just like running around this little city and actually makes a kind of a global scope where you're actually moving around a map of the entire world and it puts movement of your characters kind of front and center where you have to figure out, okay, I need to get from where I am right now, which is San Francisco, to the Himalayas to take care of this Yeti. Oh, yeah, obviously. Uh, well, of course. I, that Yeti's a son of a bitch. As, as you do. Yeah. I mean, what kind of monsters are in San Francisco? <laughs> uh, in, well, <laughs> well <laughs> actually, what, what, it, what Eldritch Horror does is it just pops up these gates yeah. to the HP Lovecraft other worlds, okay. and they can pop up in any of the major cities, and uh, every okay. continent has like three major cities. It's like those cats in oblivion. They were just sort of like, oh, here it right, is. Right, right, exactly. Yep, they they can pop up wherever, and when they pop up, you have to go close them. And yeah. you're kind of running around playing whack-a-mole, yep. doing that while you're also trying to work on a bigger overall goal. Right. Uh, and it's a board game, right? It's a board game. And you play against the board? You're not playing? Yeah, it's, you a, play it's a co-op. It's, it, it, it's a co-op game. You can actually... If uh, it actually works as a solitaire game, even um, a lot of dice rolling, um, which is going to kind of put a, some players off, I think, because there's just a ton of dice rolling, and a lot of the strategy in the game is actually managing potential failure because you're eventually, because of the, all the random things that can come up, eventually a total disaster is going to hit. And right. it's going to test how well you are set up to manage disaster. Right. Uh, do you have to fight, like, an elder or something like that, like it is in Arkham? Uh, eventually you do, and they that, you've got, like, your regular monsters that pop up. You've got your epic monsters that pop right. up. And then you've got the big bad guys that, you know, basically at the start of the game, you pick, like, do we want to fight Cthulhu this time? Do we want to fight, you know, uh, Yig this time? You know, who do we want to fight as our big baddie? And that one is actually a little more, you're like, you have to basically solve mysteries, which is kind of the overall goal of the game Hmm. while you're running around playing whack-a-mole on these gates. Right. I I play board games pretty regularly with uh, Stu from on... Winnable and and Ken, 
from Unwinnable, and we all play with a with a good sized group, and we've never played this one, and I've always heard of it. Yeah, no, um, yeah, try definitely do uh, Eldritch instead of Arkham. <laughs> yeah, it, it really. Like I've heard of both of them, you know, but I just I've, it's like, oh, we don't play that. Like we play Power State, you know, Power Grid, you know. Oh, uh, Power Grid's a good time. Power Grid's a very, you know, like we'll play that um, and stuff like that. But we play a lot of different games. But I love playing games. That sounds like a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. The weakness of the original game when it came out, like a whole lot of the game, like most games are, is dependent on card, you know, drawing cards for random events and random descriptions and random equipment and gear that you can buy or pick up. And the weakness of the original game was that there just wasn't enough variety. Like you were kind of limited on the number of cards. And what the expansion does and this is kind of a miracle for a fantasy flight game. It doesn't add any kind of sprawl to the gameplay. It just gives you a whole lot more cards oh, to give you yeah, a lot more a variety in the game. Unfortunately, their next expansion that they announced is going to sprawl out the game more, and I don't think I'm that interested in it at all. Oh, that's what but, they do. <laughs> yeah, they're going to put another map in, which is going to gain. Or it's like, okay, you lost me. Yeah, but they always do that, too. Sometimes when the, when games, like, have too many expansions, it's like, all right, man, like, it takes, like, now 25 minutes to do a turn. Yeah, exactly. like, that's how Arkham Horror ended up. Um, I call that, like, when the game goes Calvin Ball, and it's just like, all right, <laughs> oh, like, yeah. this, like, this, what is this? Like, I can't do this because I have the card of destiny, which prevents me from everything, you know? You're like, oh, exactly. oh okay. That was what they do. They do a really nice job with this expansion of not sprawling out the game. It's just here's more variety, you know, more flavor text, more interesting stuff going on, but it doesn't fundamentally really alter that much the time it takes to get through a game, which is nice. And it adds no new mechanics. Oh, Which is also nice. Yeah, that is really nice. Yeah. You know, those no, uh, card expansions are great, you know. That's one thing I like about Pathfinder so much. Yep. Yeah, that's that's just a really cool game. Um so Chuck, what have you been up to? I got Borderlands the prequel the other day because I enjoy playing the Borderlands games. Oh, me too, actually. Sure. I have just haven't picked it up yet. Uh how how is it? It is a Borderlands game. Ah, there we go. It, okay. it plays, I mean, like, it, and that sounds terrible. You know, it's like, oh, but it's it's Borderlands. You know, like, it fell right. I, I was like, oh, right, riding a bike. I'm like, this gun's better than this. I need this for later. I'm ready to go. Okay, I got a cool head. You know, yeah. like, let's go. Um, different monsters, some different guns, different character cool things. But, it, you know, it it's not an expansion pack by any means. But it doesn't take okay. place on the. It takes place on the moon, um, <laughs> and so there's like no gravity. So oh, cool. okay. your guys can jump really far. Awesome. So it really, it, you have like it's more fun because you don't get uh, damage when you when you fall in the game. So now you're on the moon, but it has this other thing where you have to have oxygen. So like it forces you to run in between spaces to like make sure you can keep breathing. So it's still kind of goofy. Um, I don't know if you you know. Did you play Borderlands two at all? Oh yes. Oh yeah. I played yeah, the Jesus like, out of it. Yeah. In, in this, it's like it's kind of like um, the rise of of Handsome Jack. Oh like, yeah. Just, like he's good. 
Like he's like a good guy, and he's like he doesn't have like a face that's like torn off. Like he's like, hey, what's going on? Like I'm Jack. Let's go do awesome stuff. And like it's like, oh, all right, maybe this guy wasn't a maniac all the time. <laughs> I mean, granted, it's also Borderlands, so it's goofy. Yeah, <laughs> so there is that. So, but it's fun. Uh, I enjoy it. What I heard there's an is there a skill tree in it? Yeah, like the oh yeah. Oh, somebody told me there wasn't yeah. for some reason. Oh no, yeah, it's it it's. You forget that it's there, you know, just like I would in the other one. We just keep playing, but it's there. Oh, okay. You, know, you can you can make your person do whatever, and I got that, and I got costume quest too. Oh yeah, how oh, is really? that? how is that? Uh, I didn't start it yet. Like I shouldn't have even said I got it, but like I bought it in like pack. Um, my friend Sean doesn't have like a good computer, and he doesn't like it's he doesn't have like a new console, and it's not on Xbox yeah. yet. If if at right. all, so I said, dude, I will come over with my joystick, and we can plug it into your TV, and we can play it off my laptop because it doesn't really require no. a whole lot of, a whole lot of effort. So I'm gonna probably jump into that pretty hard tomorrow. That's awesome. Yeah, I really I loved I loved the original. I mean, and I loved the original, even though the gameplay kind of got pretty repetitive. There's just so much style and. I don't know, for lack of a better term, charm to oh, the absolutely. first game. Totally. You feel like a you feel like a little kid having an awesome night trick or treating in that yeah. game. And yeah. but and oh yeah, by the way, there's this, you know, kind of Japanese RPG yeah. it's style like fighter. Yeah. Such a great concept for a game. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, double fine. Super fun. Sure. Definitely <laughs> definitely a fun game. It's it's uh it's like it's a holiday classic. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's totally like the uh, Christmas story for uh... the great pumpkin Charlie Brown of video games. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, now I gotta check out the the Borderlands pre sequel. I certainly do. I'll probably grab it when it calms down the season. That is. Um, but yeah, um, glad you missed mentioned costume class because uh, I'm also playing a horror game, aka the Evil Within. Um, I've only played probably a couple hours so far. I've had a really busy week since uh, the game came out, but uh, you know I like it, and uh, I know there's a lot of kind of uh, variance in opinion on the game, um, and the letterboxing is a bit insane. Yeah, what kind of a monitor are you playing this? Oh, no, I'm playing on PlayStation 4, so it's like being... Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, boy. So (laughs) it's it's huge. Yeah, that's actually, when I start playing on, playing it, I'm probably also, and there's no console commands really to adjust it. No. Okay. No. I mean, the game is in the letterbox? Yeah, yeah. Now, they'll put, like, you know, stuff like... uh, commands or whatever down at the bottom or like loading and stuff like that in the letterbox area but yeah it's like okay. a severe letterbox <laughs> it's pretty crazy are, are they they're serious about the letterbox yeah yeah they, they, they mean their letterbox yeah it's like a 16 by 10 forced aspect yeah wow I and mean, it looks really cool uh it's just it's it's just it's weird uh, is it something like <laughs> Oculusy, like you would expect? Like it's like, oh, this is probably for like VR support. Or oh no, be... it's cinematic. They're just going for clever. Like, aren't we really cool? It's Letterbox. Yeah, I, I think it's cinematic. Also, it does add a bit of horror to it because it doesn't give you complete, you know, vision. Uh, right. 
it really narrows like your field of vision to something that would be a little bit more realistic than to be able to see completely everything around you in 180 degrees at all times. Uh, so there's that. However, it does, it's it's strange. I've never seen something like that. Yeah, it's it's an interesting choice. What's the um, now? What are you? Is the game mostly a survival horror yeah. thing where it's it's basically? I've heard that it's basically like Resident Evil, the sequel to Resident Evil Four that Resident Evil Four never got. Yeah, it's very yeah. That's that's fair. I think, and I also uh, it has combat mechanics that are like Resident Evil, and maybe like somebody really liked The Last of Us that played it. You know, um, but other than that, <laughs> okay, I would say it's it, very it's... much Resident Evil. Um, Is it open world? You know, no, uh, it's stage based, but the maps are pretty huge. Um, I mean, I you know, you can't really wander that far. It's more like I would say Resident Evil Fourish, but the maps are much larger. I feel like that's what they really need. That's the only kind of thing that they really haven't done yet is like an open world horror game that's like truly horror. Like it's always be night and like raining and it would be like the size of Skyrim. You know, like something like well, that would be insane. You know, well, it'd be like Doom or something like that. Th- but... there, there's actually a game that does that, but I, I'll talk, I, I can talk about that one. The Secret uh, World? You got it. Yeah. <laughs> If you play, you can play that solo, and you get yourself an open yeah, world. Yeah, I like that game. Except, oh, but except for the problem is, is that your quest guy, your quest givers, just stand in place. And... It's, yeah, it's the problem is, it's an MMO. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's the problem. Yep. But it's a good you know, experience, can... though. Actually, weirdly enough, for the horrors, like really, really strange. Stu loves it. Like, yeah, absolutely loves it. Um, and I kind of don't know if I really like MMOs, but. Yeah, it's uh, the good thing about it right now, of course, is that it's uh, free to play, with uh, exception of you know you can buy episodes or you know when they have like a Steam sale, you can get it right. for like ten dollars for everything. You don't have to pay a monthly. Um, but it's uh, yeah, it's one of those games. It's like pretty cool, and you don't really have to rush through it. But it's uh, you won't be doing any dungeons really or any of that stuff. I'm sure now. I don't know. Well, now in, maybe. Now, in The Evil Within, are is there a lot of... Like, one of the things that always drives me nuts, and I, I think it's a good kind of nuts because it forces me to think about what I'm doing, is kind of like asset management, like oh, managing yes. your ammo. and Is there a lot of that in there? It's intense, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, you are constantly like... Uh, Either you have to be, like, really clever, or you have to, like, uh, get really lucky, or, okay, like, so running. It, 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 let's say it's me playing and really clever isn't an option. What's the, what, what else? You're going to be running a lot. <laughs> uh, what, okay. There's stuff you can do. Like, you can <laughs> you can pick up bottles and peg, peg certain monsters, like, in the head, and that'll confuse, the, you know, like, you know, stun them. And you can, like, run up and just, like, insta-kill them. Like, one of the mechanics in the game, though, is... When you kill something, or if there's a corpse on the ground, it might come back. Uh, but they have where you can find matches. And so one of the tricks is you can like run up, and you don't even have to kill it or stab it or whatever, do anything special. If you can just like knock it over, you can drop a match on it, and uh, you can pull other monsters through it. Basically, if you get enough of them around, and just like burn the hell out of a bunch of them. 
<laughs> but um, yeah, okay. fire will take them out out a lot of the time, at least from what I've seen. And um, there's uh, you know, it's also like the the one of the last stages I played reminds me so much of Resident Evil Four. Your uh, the basic conceit of the game, and I don't think I'm giving away too much, is that you're in this kind of alternate horror world. Uh, where if you're horror world, yeah, you know, from whammo, but the uh, <laughs> but it's like you're you get as a as a cop, you're called to investigate this uh, shooting at this uh, mental facility in the middle of the city. Uh, you show up and uh, there's this uh, I don't know crazy dude warping around and stuff, and he like hits you with something, and you end you wake up and you're in this you know just kind of silent hill kind of place where it's just these horrible monsters like chainsawing up corpses and stuff you know and you have to you have to like <laughs> nice. sneak around and you know you get insta-killed if they catch you and like the first level is not indicative of basically a lot of the rest of the game as I've seen so far um but it's uh it starts to turn into the Resident Evil 4 after you get through that part and you end up Anytime you go to sleep or something like that, you end up in like the, this alternate dimension where you can uh, spend points to increase statistics, um, and uh, you can also go through mirrors to do that. But you, uh, the the first level that really reminded me of Resident Evil Four is that you're you're crashed uh, into the woods and you're you're kind of going through and you you keep coming across like all these like shacks and stuff like that with just like questionable like gore etc around and then there's <laughs> yeah. just like crazy like villagers this kind of like turning nice. and wandering crazy through. Spanish villagers yeah somewhat so, yeah <laughs> so, there's a guy so with a chainsaw and a hood on his head yeah, there, there's, there's some similar stuff in there yes but you, uh, it's a, it's a pretty large area. But you're wandering through the woods with all these uh, huts, and it's like real foggy and everything. And so, where is where is it supposed to be? A, yeah, what, uh, you... I don't know if I remember the setting. Uh, <laughs> like, would you say it was like northwest, northeast, southwest? If I had to say, I would America? say it looks New Yorkish. Yeah, uh, but uh, but the thing is, is like if if it is New York, then it would have to have been crashed somewhere upstate or something, you know? Right. Because I mean, but admittedly, uh, the city is kind of like falling to pieces. It's just real crazy. Uh, just, Did you get to the Zamboni machete machine? Uh, yes, that's actually in the first level where you're not really like doing a lot of attacking or anything yet. <laughs> you're just kind of like trying to escape. And uh, yes, the Zamboni machete machine is a uh, is certainly part of it. I did not get killed by it, thankfully. I just wanted, to, I just needed an excuse to say that one more time. Yeah, Zamboni machete machine. It, right. It's a nice machine. Um, <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so you you get in, into the woods there, and you you find weapons, and then you know you get matches and everything. And there's all sorts of traps and trip wires, which is very similar to the Resident Evil 4 stuff. You know, you could walk into those stupid trip wires and kill yourself. Um, but you could luckily kind of like draw the horrors into it as well. So if you do it right, you know, which I like to just jump up and down and go, hey, you know, and then, um, you know, they come at me. And I, my favorite was I, I drew this one dude through this long corridor of bear traps. And so it was just like, snap. And then he stood there for a minute and he got out and snap immediately. So it was, you get satisfying kills in it. Oh yeah. Yeah. You get a, 
Yeah, so far, I really like burning things, but you know, you can do all sorts of stuff. You can run up, stab them in the back of the head, you can, etc. You can knock them over and stomp them until they're just like a puddle of goo, you know, that kind of thing. I feel like fire is the best method for killing monsters. It really does seem that way a lot of times. Yeah. Um, yeah just about anything. Like, you're not, you're like fire. Like, that's the one. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like, it, it's always. You know, it's always oh, stake in the heart or burn them up, or it's, it's shoot them in the, the head for it's a like zombie, a, right. or burn or them, burn up, them. <laughs> or silver bullets, right. or burn them. Yeah, right. uh, it's like the catch-all, a combination. The thrower. It, it, right. it shows up just about everywhere, really. It's just kind of a good step, I think. <laughs> it's, your be- it's your best option, really, to, is to have a flamethrower. They're very bulky, now, though. I think. Yeah. How how are the story beats in the game? Um, I, I, I'm that kind of dork that kind of needs uh, some narrative to go around with my gore killing. Uh, so how's how's the narrative here? Um, Resident Evil Four feels about right there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, well, I, I I got I got enough from Resident Evil Four. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's, I, I can see that. You know, it's like I mean, listen, you know, they're in a man. It's gonna they're, be silly. They're an insane fun. asylum with a dude who warp, right. warps around and stuff. I mean, yeah, I mean that. The, uh, there's that, but like you know, of course, the whole mystery of who he is and what happened at the asylum, and then like the actual, you know, like through the first level, you're or the second level. I mean, you're chasing. Uh, you're chasing this uh, patient who uh, made it out with you, and uh, she's kind of running through the woods. And there, it's like, I'll say this, like, artistically, it is a very creepy game. I really like the way it looks. Um, one thing I really like is in the uh, in the woods level there, it's like you can see this asylum, like, way off in the distance, and there's even one bit where there's a searchlight that keeps like rotating around it, you know, and it flashes on this guy that you're walking up on. And he gets turned into this, you know, horrific creature with barbed wire appearing all over him and stuff. And uh, you know, so you kind of want to avoid that, I guess. Uh, but like that, sure. that whole kind of like thing is a, uh, <laughs> it's it's a pretty cool effect, and it looks good on the uh, next gen systems, and I'm sure on the PC, obviously. Excellent, excellent. So, would you recommend? I get. Would you recommend the PS4 version? Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, for me, uh, like, I like the couch. I, I guess what? I, <laughs> okay, yeah, as do I. I guess what I'm saying is, how like are, is it able when you're able? Like, let's say you've been playing for a half hour, forty five minutes. Do you forget about the letterbox bars? It, yeah, it doesn't bother you so much after a bit. Specifically, since I okay. mean, they do drop like information into it it's not like they're completely useless like they you know they drop your little pickups and stuff like that in there so uh it doesn't com- it doesn't really clutter the screen so it does give it that cinematic effect um so yeah i, I don't think it's that bad um it's just strange to me i guess it's not that bad it's okay <laughs> <laughs> like if it was a horror if it was a horror movie like what would it be like is it like a is it like a Halloween or is it like, oh, like kind of like let's... Nightmare on Elm Street five? I, I don't know if I'd go five. That's a little harsh. Right. Um, maybe. <laughs> huh? Gosh, I don't know. Well, it's certainly it's not Halloween. I mean, obviously. But it, it's it's sloppy. All right. Saw maybe. Um, Saw. I've never seen Saw. Meh. 
Scott's moments. Uh, I, I don't, I, I don't mean that in a bad. No, Saw is not bad. I mean, uh, it depending on your view, I guess. But um, it's got the guy that was in the Princess Bride. In yeah, it. Carrie Ells. Yeah, and uh, isn't yeah. Danny Glover in it too? Right, in that first one. I, he I is I... too old for that shit. Exactly. I don't know what he's thinking. I know he was in Predator too. I know. God, I really don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> I think he was also Mandela in something. Probably. Yeah, my favorite was uh, Royal Tannenbaums, but that's another story. <laughs> Danny Glover was in Royal Tannenbaums. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. He's uh, he's uh, what's your name? Uh, uh, Angela they... Houston's character. What's your name? Yeah. Uh, uh, that's uh, not Royal. It's uh... it's Royal's wife. Right. Uh... And they're walking. They're walking along the construction. Yeah, he falls in the. the yeah, yeah. He's courting uh, Royal's ex-wife. Or current wife that wants to be ex-wife. A strange wife. A strange wife. Yeah, strange. That, that's fair. So yeah, he's pretty great. He's a uh, accountant. So nice. yeah, he's he's really great in that movie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no. So I I do dig it. I want to spend some more time with it. I've just uh, it's been killed the last few days. Um, but right. That sounds like me in this Gabriel Knight game. I think I've gotten. I think I'm. Three chapters in, three days in, which isn't bad, but I, I I'd hope to be a little longer. So in. how is it? That yeah, that's point and click fun, right? Yeah, it, it is a point and click game, and obviously it's it's actually pretty much the same game oh, okay. as the 1993 original. Um, they did dubiously, uh, and they actually build this as a feature that they added some puzzles as a surprise yeah, yeah. to old time players. Now let me tell you what. Most of these puzzles, at least that I've come across, what they are, they're of the sliding puzzle pieces around, you know, that old game that you used to like, that your parents used to stick you with when you were five five or six years old on a long car trip. Yeah. Right. It's that kind of nonsense. It's like, okay, really? Yeah. I I really didn't want to have to do this as well. Um, It's all different. It's completely different voice cast from the original, which is kind of weird because... Was uh, the original the, had voice? The original was completely voiced. You oh, had, it was a CD-ROM. Uh, yeah. yeah, you had Tim Curry as uh, Gabriel Knight doing a really terrible impression. <laughs> like, just, I don't know if you remember it at all, but it's just, like, That's the... So like Tim Cur- Tim Tim Curry's English, okay? Oh, of course. And he's trying to do a New Orleans accent... <laughs> That sounds and awesome. It, it really it is. Amazing. It, it's just so, and people actually praised this thing. And I'm like, have any have any of you people who have praised this ever known anybody from the deep south and heard the way, what an actual accent from New Orleans or Arkansas or Mississippi Anywhere. or. McMaster's neck of the woods there in Alabama, what that sounds like, because it doesn't sound like what Tim Curry's doing no. in any way, shape, or form. And what they and what they did with the sequel is instead of saying, you know what, we should probably, you know, it was fun and it was cute and it was a big name actor and Tim Curry doing it, but we should probably find, uh, you know, even like somebody doing local theater in New Orleans, and there's plenty of local theater in New Orleans. We should probably find somebody there to voice this and sound like a New Orleans native. What they did is they went and they found somebody to do an imitation of Tim Curry's bad imitation of a New Orleans 
voice. Wow. Which would be like remaking Spartacus and deciding that you wanted more Tony you know, Curtis. Yeah, you wanted somebody <laughs> to sound like Tony Curtis. You know, we need a Bronx accent here in the middle of Spartacus. Could, could we get somebody? I mean, to... I guess that that that's kind of fun in in a certain in a certain way. Like, oh, we like to keep it silly, you know. <laughs> I, I was actually really curious about that game because I know that there was a site that was redoing the King's Quest games and you could download them for free and they were voice acted and this, that, and the other thing. Oh, yeah. But it was essentially right. like the same game. And I, I was one. I'm like, they're going to charge money for this? You know what I mean? It, it, I almost feel like it shouldn't be, it, it should be like another Gabriel Knight game rather than a remake of something. Because I, I don't know. I I feel like when they remake those kind of games it, it doesn't, like would you play a remake of Maniac Mansion now? I don't know. I don't know, and I think that's what it comes down to is... Like, if it's the same thing, that's one... Th I mean, that's like, who cares? You know, it's... They right. added the puzzles, and you're like, why am I playing with puzzles? Like, what was... What was the gameplay before? It's pretty much so just, like, point, click, pick up the thing, point, open click, the door. The, yeah. The big, the big problem that... Like, a couple of years ago, I went back and tried to actually play the original uh, Good Old Games sells it. Right, yeah. And... Uh, the a couple of things that pop up is that you have to like I think the native resolution is like 480 by 320 or something <laughs> like that, and there's nothing you can do about it. So I've got this massive, you know, 27 inch widescreen monitor with this tiny right. little rectangle that I'm using for the game in the middle of it. And if you expand uh, it, everyone looks like a waffle. <laughs> right, exactly. And and the pixels, and even even so, it's very, very pixely. And I've read some reviews where people are like, no, I like that old art style. And I get it, and I understand it. And if that old art style does it for you, and if pixel art is your thing, more power to you, God bless you, and go play the original. There's no reason whatsoever to buy the next game but I just remember when I was playing it I just kept having the persistent thought my gosh this this is just a chore with these with these graphics for me to get into and I can't I'm not getting into this at all I wish there was like some kind of higher definition version of this and then one came out I'm like okay well you know what you ask yeah. for it you ask for it in your mind and you, you get it, it. Be, care be careful Toyota. what you ask for so, all right, I'm going to see what this is about. And you know what? It actually it gets the job done. It's very faithful to the original. Uh, the artwork is nice. The animation's a little bit janky. There's stuff that I think is beyond the ability that they were willing to do for a $17 game <laughs> as far as animations go that they just didn't even try to do from the original. You know, they're like character interactions, like uh, when Gabriel goes and sees his grandma for the first time, his gran. Uh, in the original, he walks over and hugs her, and there's all that kind of stuff, and none, none of that happens because... He fist bumps her in this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just says, hi, gran, and sits down because we can't get these two character models to animate correctly and right. do that. That, that. That's actual work. So, Have you no. seen that there's a new Tex Murphy game with, like, the original guy that played yeah, Tex Murphy? Yeah. Like, that to me is awesome, though. Like, the fact that, like, they've done that, I'm like, I will play that just because it's, like, it's bananas, you know? Like, you've got the same dude doing this. And, like, if they got Tim Curry to do Gabriel Knight, you would be a lot more psyched. What's up? Like, no doubt. <laughs> 
I don't know if psyched is the word for it. Dude, if they got Tim Curry to do this, people would be a lot more psyched. You'd have people dressing well, up like Tim Curry. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Like Gabriel Knight at Comic-Con, you know? There'd be shadow <laughs> casts of people doing Gabriel Knight at a local theater. That would that would be awesome. Uh, <laughs> shadow casts of Gabriel Knight. That, that's, that's some good stuff right there. That should be at the next PAX. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Cosplay Gabe Knight. But, it's, uh, it's not, yeah, interactive, right. It seems like he's it, so it, easy it, to cosplay, though. He just wears a coat, right? I mean... uh, white t-shirt and jeans. Yeah. Go for it. <laughs> Tough costume, that so one. <laughs> Tough for wardrobe to get that one right. Oh, it's harsh. But you know, So far, it's okay. If you had a problem with the original graphics, like I did, give it a shot. If the original game plays well for you, there's absolutely no reason to own the update. None whatsoever. Yeah, no, yeah, specifically, I guess, if you don't like the doofy puzzles. <laughs> yeah, especially for that. And you know what the other thing that they do, and this is really messed up, here's how not to do extra added features in a in an anniversary edition of a video game. They include all this stuff that should be very cool, like original storyboard drawings and concept art, and you can, you know, like... Anytime you're in a scene, you can click on it and see like notes on what the original design was and character notes and things like that. And if you're a fan of the game, that's that's kind of cool stuff, right? Yeah. What they do here is you can only get that stuff if you're in the area that specifically in the game that specifically pertains to that particular artwork or background sketches from the original game. So when you're in Gabriel's bookshop, you get to you you get to see the bookshop concept art and right. character draws and stuff like that. But you can't access that anywhere else in the game or even apparently once you've finished the game, they don't let you go back and browse anything. Oh, that's weird. So what you have to do if you really want to see that stuff is Okay, you enter the you enter a new area in the game. Like, okay, pause everything. I want to take a look at this. You know, and it's like, how is that supposed to help the narrative flow? Like, can I just play the game all the way through and then go back and look at it instead of having to interrupt what I'm doing to go? You know, it's like watching a DVD of a movie and then pausing it to go back and listen to, to the go to like a, yeah to the to the extra stuff. That is always that is weird. It's totally yeah, it's, weird. It's a really dumb decision, and I. It would be nice if they patched it out, but I'm not hopeful that they're going to do that for this. So, just another questionable decision there. Huh. So there you go. Yeah, that is a little strange. Um, I have hmm. I have the 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 anniversary edition of Halo, and like when you play it, if you push one button, it it instantly changes the graphics to what it used to look like. Oh, yeah. So which is really I, neat because then you're like, oh, that's really cool. Like this is what it used to look like, and then you can keep playing. You could, you know, it's like it's right on the fly, and then you could change them back, and then it looks like the new stuff. And like that's clever, and you do it a few times, but it's nice that you don't have to stop the game, yeah, turn it on, restart the, you know, it, it's it's right on the fly. Um, yeah, that's what uh, was cool when they redid uh, like Monkey Island. Uh, right, they did that in Monkey Island too. Yeah, right? yeah, and that's like my favorite game ever so i was so it, psyched it just it, it just makes sense to me that you know it just seems like they didn't actually stop and play their own game like they didn't like it didn't occur to anybody that you would that players would want to be playing along and would get, start to get into the story and the game itself and not want to stop 
every time and go look at bonus features. It's I, like, no, I just feel like look at that at the end. Yeah, I feel like a lot of those like point and click games like sometimes miss like when they try and redo an old one, it, it they're hard to play now because it's so easy to get distracted by other things. There's always, you know, more bells, more whistles now than there there were then. And if if you've got if you if you're really engaged in the story, you're not going to be as distracted, you know. And if you have to like take yourself out of it to like look at some of these bells and whistles, it's you know, it, it's distracting, and then you you lose interest, and then that's that. Right, right. Yeah, actually, that's yep. a relatively good point. It's easy to get uh, distracted from stuff like that, just because, like, I don't know, it was a really, it was a simpler time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you have to really work to keep uh, all attention nowadays. Um, like, I think back to, like, that game Wasteland, where it came with, like, a book. Yeah, oh, yes that you had to read like the text <laughs> right. of like what happens and i played that game like it was like the gr- and it it was an awesome game i don't know if i could like i i think back to young chuck i'm like man you were like a you were like a runner when it came to this sort of stuff <laughs> you were like athlete. like you you were you know you went for the you long skills, haul in this man. bro you know like this took a long time to play oh yeah you know you you're really into this game and like I could tell you plot points from that game and stuff that I did and cool weapons and stuff like that because I loved it. Yeah. I don't think I could – if, like, I went to good old games, I'm like, I'm going to play this right now. Here's my little paragraph book. I don't think I could do it. No, yeah. I think I, I would lose I, I interest. I wouldn't have the patience for that. No. There's no there, way. There's a there's couple no that way. I've tried um, that I've had, you know, varying success with. But, yeah, I mean, I tr- really tried to uh, do um, uh, Jagged Alliance, the first one. And I just, oh man, that's a game no one plays. I've I've never met anyone that plays that game. I don't believe that. I'm like, what is this? Like, what is that? It, it is a game that is I like very people... famous, but I really didn't know too many people that actually played it either. To be honest with you, that is a game that I have tried at least since it originally came out, even at least thirty times to try to actually get into and really dig in deep on and every time I try I just eventually just like ah I just uh yeah and there that are people came out, out there like that 1978 are... right yeah, like a so. long time ago <laughs> yeah 1995 or 96 is when I want to say because yeah. I can remember where I was living when it came out but I can just remember like asking people you know, dudes, help me get into this. What am I doing wrong? And like, no, no, you're doing it right. You, you, you got it. Isn't it great? And I'm like, you know what? I can see, I, I can see yeah. how it would be, but it's. I don't think this is going to be my thing. Yeah, no, I was a big Fallout, Fallout Two, Wasteland, XCOM. I just, I never got to Jacket Alliance. That's so weird. Um, I, it seems like I would. <laughs> you know, it just, it seems like the obvious progression. Um. But yeah, for some reason I just wasn't into that game. Man. It's always disappointing. It's always wanted to be. Yeah. You know? <laughs> well, you know, there's there's always time, but sometimes it's very difficult. Like I don't know, it's like running. You know, I'm not I'm not sure if I'm into it now. Yeah. You know, I'd have been as a kid. <laughs> you know, you're living the dream. You know, go back right. to high school, you're gonna be a football player. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. Uh yeah no it's yeah I keep thinking like oh yeah man I'm gonna be really good at this game I'm, you know online game I'm just kick everybody's ass I'm like yep you know what I'm in my late thirties I'm probably not right. actually gonna do that 
<laughs> None of that is actually going Yeah, to I want it, you know. I feel it, but uh, it's not going to happen. Um, I feel that way about the gym, you know. Yeah, no. <laughs> I feel that way about things that are important. Yeah, no, I, I, t- I totally hear you, so there's no <laughs> Right. I feel that way about doing things to better myself, but I'm still, I still don't do them. So. Say, when do you start feeling that way about your career? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, man. Uh, but yeah, so it just uh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, we're all getting old. <laughs> yes, <we are. laughs> I would love to have uh, Gus on sometime. God, he's a man, Gus. <laughs> he's really in the Jagged Alliance. I bet. I bet he is. You know, I. I'd be like, actually, I'm like, I moderate a Jagged Alliance group. We play every Thursday night. And discuss discuss the war. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess his character's female. You know, it's it. Yeah. Oh, he's the most interesting man. Yeah. Who's Gus? <laughs> Gus? Oh, Gus Mastrapa. Who's <laughs> a a friend of ours? He he writes for. Nice. Um, who's he write for now? Unwinnable. He writes, the, he, but... writes he writes fiction for uh for Unwinnable. He's got a. Uh, nice. He's writing a dungeon crawler story. Yeah, it's pretty um, good too. Um. Yeah, I guess it's, it's kind of fun. Gus is awesome, but yeah, he also he wrote for Crispy Gamer and a bunch of just a ton of stuff. He okay, that's why the name sounds familiar. Yeah, he's a he's a really really great writer and good guy. So uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, so uh, anything you guys are looking forward to? I know, of course, Bayonetta two comes out soon, and I'll be playing the hell out of that. Um, is it is it dumb of me to think that that already came out? No, nah, like that's the big. I feel like that came out already. The big rev- they they actually lifted the embargo on reviews like a week a okay, week that's ago. Why I've seen, that's why I've seen so much coverage. Right? Yeah, now. it's got like yeah. a million like perfect scores too. So I'm I'm really psyched about this one. But that was like announced for Wii. Like a, a million. Yeah, the ago. Wii U when that, it that's launched. That's kind of why I think it came out. For I didn't think it came out for anybody else. Yeah, no, no, it's uh, it. it but it's actually not even out for the. No, Wii no, it comes out uh, this coming Tuesday. So I'm uh, really psyched about that. Huge fan of the original. Um, so I enjoy that game. Oh yeah, yeah, and this one's getting even better reviews. So I'm kind of curious, you know. It became ridiculous and hard, but it's it always oh, yeah. maintained a, a good sense of like professionalism. It's the best thing since you know the original like couple of Devil May Crys, I think. Like to the first Devil May Cry is awesome. The second one I found to be really bad. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the first one is pretty radical. Uh, those games are really hit and miss, kind of weird. Um, but yeah, I, I didn't mind the remake or the newer one actually either. It was all right. I like God of War. I like God of War two. I don't really like God of War. 3. I didn't like three either. I don't know. I like those kind of games. What do they call those? What's the word for those? Beat em ups. Yeah, I would say. Yeah. Beat em up. Call that a beat em up. I would call that like a like a crazy shooter, like a oh a wacky walker. Now I don't I don't know. Uh, it's like uh, I would say. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, or a brawler. Like beat em up. More like, a brawler is like a brawler is like uh, double dragon, or you know something where you're just like fighting dudes. Batman. Kind of thing. Batman right. is like a brawler. Um, I would say like Devil May Cry. I can't. There's. I feel like there should be a better word for that. Some kind of like ridiculous. Well, word. no, I like shump. Yeah, no, I know what you mean, uh, it, but it, that's what I would say. Though, still, it would fall under beat 'em up. It's just an extreme one, you know. Because like, if God God right. Hand falls under there, then I would say Devil May Cry does too. 
Okay, all right. However, I, mean... yeah, I know what you mean, though, because they are insane. It's like it's not like you're just, you know, getting into fights. I mean, you're, like, lifting people off the ground and, like, flailing around shooting them from, like, the 3,000 bullets, you know. It's like, what would you call, like, those games that are, like, uh, Dynasty Warriors and, like, that new Zelda game? You know, where it's like hmm. Dynasty Wars, but with Zelda, and you're just you're fighting huh. waves of guys. I don't know. Maybe maybe the same thing. Like a sword. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, it's like a beat-em-up or something. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good good question, though. Dude, the mysteries of the universe. Oh, I know. That's, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to Bayonetta 2. Um, and uh, anything else you guys are looking forward to coming up soon? I am actually kind of at the... Well, you know what? I know that I'm going to end up getting that uh, new Dragon Age game. Oh, yeah, I will too. I'm kind of stuck with my RPG leanings, and I'm going to get that. And I guess I'm going to kind of be wait and see on Far Cry 4. That's kind of a wild card for me, too. Like, I kind of... Yeah, I'm going to have to wait and see the reviews. And actually, that seems like as big of a game as it is, that that almost seems like a good game that I might pick up and play in January or February. Yeah. You know, during downtime. Yeah, I'm curious about it. It looks looks better than 3. Thankfully, and I'm definitely still at wait and see mode on the Sid on the Firaxis game, the Sid Meier Beyond Earth, Beyond Earth. That's what it's called. I'll tell you what's crazy I, I, is that. Uh, let me see here. Where is it? Uh, it's like November 18th. Is like the most ludicrous day for gaming for me. Uh, let me find the exact. Here we go. Releases on November 18th. Super four. Smash Brothers. Or, Grand Theft Auto okay. 5 Remake. Dragon Age Inquisition. But only for consoles. Right. But only for consoles. Oh, right. wow. The PC one's not out right. yet, huh? PC got pushed back to 2015. And uh, Far Cry 4. Uh, and there's actually, I think, a couple of other things. But yeah, so Super Smash, Grand Theft Auto, Dragon what? Age Inquisition, Far Cry 4. Um... What about the Assassin's Creed game? Is that like around the same I time as well? I want to say that actually might be earlier. That might be the 11th. Oh. I think that it was going to be around that time, and they were like, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe we shouldn't release <laughs> right. every one of our games on the same day. Well, and, oh. and isn't that the, isn't that UB the same as uh, Far Cry? Yeah, is, is Far Cry. UB? Yeah, they're both. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, they. I I gotta so. say, Far Cry Four is not my like. Po- you know, possible like that one. I'm very excited about. Yeah, really. Okay. Play. Oh yeah, I love three. Like absolutely. I, don't want, I hated the character in three, but I like play. Oh, that's play. what's awesome. He was like my friend's douchebag brother. Yeah, well, like, right. It was exactly. Like, <laughs> it was like I was literally playing a dude that is like a complete douchebag that like goes out to like we're going to the place next to Applebee's. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and like it was awesome, you know. And then he becomes like a maniac, but like the gameplay and it was. So so solid. There, like, it was pretty you, satisfying. Yeah. When you could like taking over those towns was so awesome. Yeah. Like that was. I wish super, there was more awesome. of that. In fact, in that game. If you play it on right. PC, there's a way to make it so they they regenerate. Oh wow! So like you you can go back and like keep always having to fight the towns. Oh, that's kind of awesome. Which is kind of awesome, but then after a while, you're like, right. yeah, you're just like, all right, seriously, like I am the man. Right. You know, like I want <laughs> I want to rule. Um, yeah. 
but it, it's sad because like once you're you're like all right that's the last one you're like wow the game is done yeah <laughs> like there's not like i am the man now like it's all right but, like, i i really like that game a lot i thought it was really cool yeah i liked it like oh, yeah God. initially it's just yeah after you take everything out it's they're really it's just kind of like okay <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, once you conquer all the yeah, points, once, it, once it's over, once you do everything and get the, it's like, all right, that's really it. Like, there's not a whole lot you can do with no, it. Um, no, yeah. But I, I loved the hell out of it. Like, I really did. Um, I played so much of it. I'm super psyched about the new one. Yeah, I like the way the new one looks. I like it. I like. I like the way the new one looks. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I have. Like, cause like I feel like, you know, since two. Um, and like all like the the excitement that like two got and all the praise. Um, uh, and like the way three was kind of a a weird story, I have a feeling that four is going to have like its own like oh, and this is a this is a weird game because of this reason. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I I believe that the the main character is gay with the other main character. I believe there's there's going to be some kind of like history like between them. Like I just kind of get that impression, and I feel like. It would be totally awesome if the dude was like, "Oh, I'm a super psychotic gay guy." You know what I, I mean? I think that like, would be pretty awesome, actually. Yes. Like that would be I like would re- really weird. You know what I mean? And I feel like that's like a like a character kind of class that like really hasn't been in anything yet. You know? And like that would be pretty awesome. Well, yeah. Um, is, uh... I just feel like that. Just from that like that clip, you kind of get like, "All right, these guys have a history," and that dude is dressed awesome. You yeah. Know? Like either he's either he's dressed awesome. But, like, I also feel like he's got, like, Panthers at home and, like, crazy, like, Liberace shit. But... It looks like... It looks like something, like... Like, for what Liberace is to the piano, like, this dude is for, like, Uzis and, like, rocket launches. So, like, it could be... It could be pretty awesome. I hope so. That's... And if not, I really want to play that game. I want to play yeah, like, like, crazy yeah. homosexual yeah. commando Yeah, guys. put the world on point with that one. I, th- I think we need to see that game. Yeah, like... Yeah, that would be awesome. So that that's my that's my hopes and dreams for what Far Cry Four is. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and uh, you know, there's also a couple other notable things coming up. You know, Halo, Hyrule, Sunset Overdrive. But uh, you know, it's going to be a busy season. <laughs> it's always that's a Halo. That's that, that that's the Halo collection. Uh, yeah, collection. Pack. Yeah. Does it have ODST? I don't think so. Maybe it does the though. Best- that's the best one. Maybe it does have ODC. I don't think I don't it mean does. Don't be that guy either. Uh, I uh, I like. Ha- I'm excited about Halo too. Uh, Love Halo. Yeah, too. that's that's the one I want to see because they never that, released that, that one otherwise. That one I really enjoyed playing um, the game. I liked the way the story worked. I really liked playing as Arbiter. Oh yeah, um, absolutely. I thought I thought three's story was dumb. I did too, actually. Uh, uh, yeah, I didn't like three very much. It just kind of I don't know, like it. Yeah, I didn't like it very much. I played it co-op the whole way through with Stu. Yeah, I've, I played um, it co-op with a friend of mine, yeah. And it's fun. It's super fun when you get to play a game like that big um, co-op. Yeah. Um, I always have a good time, but like I felt like the story was dumb. And I also felt like it was dumb. I, I can't stand the fact that like all Halo games end with, like, you're riding in the Jeep. Yeah. And like you're going through Oh, yeah. I'm like, I have, I'm like, I have apart. It's like, oh, we're in the Jeep now. Like, it's... It's over. It's the crazy, like, everything's going to fall on top of you, and now you have to drive, which is something that you don't really right. do all the time. And you got to be awesome at it. Right. Totally like, awesome. This is stupid. Yeah, that's uh, – yeah, I hate that kind of, like, uh, 
just set up for one level kind of thing is a little irritating. Uh, Bungie does that a lot though, where they like yeah. do this one big yeah, thing. Totally. Like what was it in um, the Halo uh, Reach when you do like the the ship fighting and stuff for like five minutes. <laughs> right, and it's like out of nowhere. You're like, what? Like this is? I'm really bad at this. I mean, it's like it looks cool as hell, but they like, did nothing with it. It's like so strange. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So uh, anyway, I, I guess we can call that a show. Uh, I would like to uh, thank Chris for uh, coming on uh, again, and uh, of course, my pleasure. Thanks, uh, thanks to Chuck, and you know, check out our show on on Winnable. Um, and uh, yeah, just check out it. What's the uh, what's is there a URL for? Uh, I, I guess unwinnable.com is yeah. uh, gets you to uh, Chuck. Right. Yeah, we just did the Chuck first site. one. Yeah, we just did the first one the other day. The uh, the McMaster files, which is super fun. Uh, we're doing that with Jason, which is like a little video series. It's uh it's on the site. It's also on our uh, YouTube channel. Uh, Team Unwinnable. Subscribe. There's lots of content. We put up mixtapes. We have all kinds of crazy stuff over there. And, um, awesome. of course, for us, a quarter to three, please, if you feel, uh, donate on the front page. Or if you like, uh, if you shop at Amazon, you can search through our site for it, and we get a little bit of something-something. We get our beak wet, if you know what I'm saying, from every uh, Amazon purchase through our site. Uh, and on iTunes, please like us or say nice things. If, I mean, if you don't like us, then obviously, you know, just please don't say anything. But uh, you're probably not listening at this point if you don't like me. So, um, you know, like us, rate us, tell your friends, uh, and all that jazz. And uh, for everybody here at quarter to three, uh, we will, uh, Brandon will be here next week, and we'll be back in two weeks. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.